Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Women in Power. I'm here with Vanaya. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Vanaya. Um, it's probably been, what, nine years since I've seen Kira? I know, it's <laughs> insane. So we know each other through school time. We went to Watford Grammar School to- Grammar together. Um, so yeah, like tell me about like your time at school because we were in the same form as well. Yeah. So like tell me about like school times and oh, stuff. It's, it's weird because I don't know about you because when I came into year seven, I came in with knowing no one. Yeah. Because I came, yeah because yeah. I went to a school that was in Barnet, so it was completely out mm-hmm. of the catchment, um, and it was really weird because obviously it was like an all girls school, and I came from a mixed school, so I never actually initially wanted to go to Watford, but my mum was like, "No, you're going to it." Yeah. She went to a girls school, um, and I think I really I really enjoyed my time. I don't know about you, but I really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought, like, I'd made such good friends. I know we became really good friends. Yes. We were, like, One Direction oh hardcore gosh. fans. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> oh, wow, yes. Like, oh, no, we were dedicated. We, we were, were, like... Yeah, I think we made, we, like, our own little, like, One Direction group. We like, did. Group On, like, like Twitter, nine. wasn't it? Yeah. That massive Twitter, like... Yeah. It was insane. It was insane. Um, and we obviously did, like, we had our Year 7 trip. We ended yes. up being stuck in the same room. There was, like, 11 of us. It was, like, her... It was Kira's friendship group and my friendship oh, yes. group. yes, yes, yes. Um... And yeah, like we just had, like, we had such a good experience. And I don't know, I, I really enjoyed my time. I thought it was really supportive. And our form teacher at the time, Dr. Cosgrove, if you oh, ever listened to this episode, shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Cosgrove. <laughs> oh, he was like our dad, wasn't he? He yes. was. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I really liked my time. Yeah, I, I, I think I had a good time. I know some people had mixed, like, mixed feelings about like what for girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so at like your time, what for girls, did any teachers kind of like, well, I would say like inspire or kind of guide you like into like your life now or was it just pretty much do you have like a, like a favorite teacher like growing up I think it's it's difficult there only because I think we've got so many teachers that we had at the time um I would only say like Miss Bateson only because she was our head of year for five years even though I didn't have any negative interactions with her I think she was just a very cool yeah she was very cool calm person I think that got along with a lot of people um Dr Cosgrove was really supportive and I had a math teacher at the time I don't even remember her name but she was there for in year 10 I think um and she was like so good um I think in general I think most of the teachers I experienced were really positive and going into I think sixth form I had a really strong chemistry biology and to be fair maths teacher um so I think with their teaching style they kind of helped me get to what I wanted to do at uni and thereafter um but no, I don't think there's like a pinpoint, like just one person. I think it's collective, like a group of them. Mm-hmm. That were great. Yeah. So what did you, when you went, so you did sit, you carried mm-hmm. on in sixth form and what for girls, what did you study in sixth form? So I did biology, chemistry and maths. Okay. And then that That's led it. you to go to university. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, what was uni life? So what was your, um, what did you study at uni? So I did biomedical science at wow. Warwick um, and classic me thinking oh yeah I'll, I'll become a doctor after I'll just decide mm-hmm. to do medicine did not do that um I loved Warwick like it's very campus-based mm-hmm. there isn't many clubs and things like that but I think that just kind of gave me more an excuse to join societies yeah meet loads of people because it's such a diverse uni so there's mm-hmm. loads of people from international places um and like some of my best friends are from there um and I've known them since I was young as well so like, my whole uni experience, I think, was just overall, like, really positive. Like, I loved uni. Mm-hmm. Um, and my degree was, I think, it was only difficult, because I think at Warwick, they just made it more difficult than it, like, should have been. Yeah. Um, but I think the whole experience kind of moulded me in a lot of ways, I think, after uni to help kind of 
um, I guess, deal with different people mm. and then become more independent. But yeah. Um, I know you said that you thought you were um, you were getting to medicine, right? Yeah. So that's really because obviously, like, I know what you do now, and we'll talk about like your current job in like soon. Mm. Um, so what made you like? Obviously, I know this what you studied. Yeah. So what made you think? Okay, I'm gonna get into medicine and things like that. Was it just? Do you know what it is? It's one of those things where like you know when you you're good at science, yeah. and I'm gonna be stereotypical here. I'm Indian, so yeah. it's just like the classic thing is like. My extended family were like, oh yeah, you know, you'll become a doctor, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Um, and then I chose the A-levels that I did, thinking that I'd go into medicine. And then when reality hit you, when you get like your predicted grades, I was like, mm, okay, maybe I need to think of it as like a backup pathway or maybe another pathway I need to think of to get in. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason I did it. I didn't even think I internally like really wanted to be a doctor. I think because mm-hmm. loads of people outside thought. Yes. That that is what I would suit. That yeah, just yeah, became yeah. like an idea that I stuck with and didn't actually venture much more beyond that. Yeah. Until probably year thirteen, which okay, is when yeah. I started looking at other stuff. Yeah. Um. So what was like? So your <coughs> sorry. So you so you you finished uni. Um. What was like your graduate like life like finding a job? Because I know for me, mm. I started looking for a job six months before I knew I was going to graduate. Yeah. Um. I think that because that's the industry I wanted to get into. What was it like when you graduated and that like six months to a year like before? Yeah, um, I think I guess it depends on the mentality of the people that you're around. Yeah. So at Warwick, like even in second year, um, people were so driven in like the first term to mm-hmm. look for summer internships because yeah. they knew how competitive it was. So I was surrounded. A lot of my friends were in finance or economics. Mm. Yes. So they were doing the exact thing. So when it came to looking for summer internships. Um, I struggled myself because if I did biomed, I was trying to look for things to go into lab work and that's really difficult to yeah. get into. And I didn't want to touch finance. I just mm-hmm. knew that wasn't something for me. Um, so I think for a period of time, I felt a bit lost because I felt like I was the only one that didn't really know what I was doing. And then um, I happened to actually go to one of those like career fairs that they had and a brand ambassador that I knew, he was an advocate for the teaching program that I later joined. So I applied for this program called Teach First thinking, oh, that will be my backup plan. I'll get into teaching straight after uni. And then in third year, whilst everyone again was doing like 50 applications to get into like the top four banks or mm-hmm. whatever it was, um, I just couldn't find the right graduate role for me. So I just ended up doing this like uh, five, six week intensive um, teacher training thing straight after graduating. So literally like that summer. Um, before then I started working in September so I didn't actually have like a proper break okay yes 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 yeah but it literally just transitioned that quickly so that was just my experience I just happened happened to the one thing I applied for and foresaw all the way happened to be the one thing I stuck with after uni Mm -hmm. so I didn't actually do that many more applications that's really good so how come you decided to do like that teaching course or what I think to be fair I think because the the program itself was looking at teaching in underprivileged schools where you know 70% plus kids have a very difficult life um and I've worked with kids before so that kind of vision and because it was a charity I Mm. think it really appealed to me so I thought that's actually a really good experience Mm -hmm. and I knew I'd end up in teaching at some point yeah so what's the harm in getting my qualification now yes exactly seeing how it goes yeah if I want to switch I can switch Mm -hmm. but at least I'm qualified um and you'll find out now I haven't switched (laughs) yes yeah that's why okay so Tell me, like, tell us a bit more, like, about what we're currently doing. So I know what you do, but you can tell, obviously, the listeners, like, what, what you do. Yeah, so I am a science teacher. 
So yes. my degree did come in handy. Yes. Um, I So straight after uni, I did Teach First. For anyone that doesn't know, it's like two years, practically like a full-time teacher. You have very minimal time at uni. So a lot of your experience is just learning on the job. Um, so I was in a central London school, um, was very intensive. I think the complete opposite of like what for girls or anything I yeah. envisioned. Um, and did my training there, learned a lot, I think grew a lot. And then I'm now at another girls school um, in Hertfordshire. Uh, it's very similar to what for girls, but I think very different. I think because like the demographics in the school itself has changed quite a bit. Um, and I'm ahead of year now, so I'm pretty much doing what Miss Bateson yes. did. Um, so I'm ahead of year seven and enjoying it. It's crazy, but yeah, that's where I am right now. Okay, so where do you see yourself in like five to ten years' time? Uh, to be honest, because I've started this kind of pastoral route, so you're looking at like the well-being. Um, and I'm still a science teacher as well, but I want to eventually see my year group to year 11. Mm-hmm. And if not this school, but a different school, I want to move into like assistant headship and then maybe go into deputy headship. So kind yeah. of staying within the system, um, just kind of climbing my way. Yeah. That's okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if we, if, so th- this, the aim of this whole like podcast is to like, um, educate and inspire like young women. So if some so someone who is probably at school or probably at university wanting to get into teaching, what is that your that your the advice that you would give them to do? Like anything that you yeah, any advice? I think the job itself, everyone's probably seen it on the news now because it's been such a, a big topic of conversation, mm. I think, since the pandemic, is it's not easy becoming a teacher, but also I think there is so much satisfaction that you get when you teach at primary or secondary level um and the advice I'd go like give you guys for anyone that is looking that is get experience first you Mm -hmm. know trial out teaching in school for a bit or literally shadowing it and if it's something that you look like you'll enjoy definitely get into the job earlier on like no harm getting into Mm -hmm. later after you've done you know a different job um but I wouldn't shy away from it if you know that you're someone that still wants to make a positive impact and have um some influence um on like a younger generation or just teach something that you enjoyed at school and you're qualified to do then there are so many opportunities out there for you to get into teaching Mm -hmm. and i think it's one of those jobs where everyone's just like oh no like i could never do it there is no way but i think with that mentality that's why we're at a shortage yeah um so unless you kind of give it a go or you seek for experience in it you're never really going to know whether you're good enough Mm. to teach someone else that's so true um so i'm gonna we're coming to like the end of all my questions so the um it's like i said before the aim of this podcast is to like inspire like younger women so what would you tell your younger self if you're like a what for girls (laughs) like you know um i think just like everything happens for a reason i think don't overthink opportunities like if opportunity comes there's nothing wrong with going for it like what's the worst that can happen you get rejected yeah or it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to turn out but from all of these things that you do it's all about gaining experience Mm -hmm. and therefore you gain wisdom so that's what I would tell my younger self is don't just get your mind set on like just one thing like be open to various different opportunities around and then everything will just fall into place okay cool yeah well thank you for being on this um podcast series with me um and yeah thanks thanks If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode and for that I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart and I hope you enjoyed this new episode and if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, 
and Spotify.